Saudi. I'm joined by the co-creator of this podcast, Darren O'Reilly. Yay! And we also, of course, have our wonderful friend. Uh, you know his show, GLO Radio on Alt360Radio.com. That's right! It is Gabriel LeBlanc. He is here in the house. Konnichiwa, bitches! Talking about the Robin. <laughs> Guys, we're going to talk about the Robin right now. Uh, and there is so much to talk about. We're also going to assemble our perfect version of Body Talk, so get ready. In the meantime, though, we need to start the Happy Hour Minisode. And trust me, it is Happy Hour. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, something we talk about every single time, and I want us to do it. Guys... What is the worst Robin song? Um, there are options. Of, of body talk, right? And I said it correctly this time. <laughs> yeah, listen to the last episode. I, I nothing on body talk. What's the what the fuck you talking about, Willis? Um, no, I. I mean, here we go. Healthy is love. A, yeah. I healthy love doesn't bother me that much. Right. That can be your pick. Okay. Here we go is a very easy choice for worst robin song it's just like it's it's like actually unlistenable it's really bad and it's not her fault she sounds lovely but the the male vocal on it is is really really mm. terrible and here we go i'm gonna agree with you guys but i really feel something that just didn't need to exist and i almost feel like it's trying to prove her vocal abilities which if you're a Robin fan, you know she can sing in the first place, um, would be the fact that they put I Wish, the acapella version, oh. at the end of the album. Like, it sounds great, she can sing, but it's just kind of pointless to she, put it on there. She also definitely sounds like a 16-year-old who hasn't been told to stop doing so many fucking runs. Right. Yes, yeah. exactly. Oh. Right. Yeah. She Christina sounds... Aguilera. Yeah. I mean, um, this is... Four years before Christina Aguilera, I know. but still. Uh, it's, but it's... also, I wanna, I wanna put out. I thought about it for a second. I thought about my least favorite Robin song is actually the Red One "Handle Me" remix. <laughs> oh, uh, it's terrible. Wah, red wah, one. Wah, wah. Yeah, I know. It's just like it's like the beat, and it's like really. But really it's every Red One song that you have to red say his name. Red One. Though. I know. God damn it! It's like Brave Sound. Or Gaga. Yeah. Convict. Yeah. 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 No, we're yeah gonna, like, we're, we're gonna, gonna do a whole podcast I mean, of that uh, was, signature vocals. That was very. Yeah. That started with rappers in the late nineties. I want to say. Pop and producers. then every pop producer and and pop artist, Jason Derulo, they start. It, it in case it gets played on a radio station that doesn't have any programming tags, yeah. that that introduces the artist, they sure. want the listeners to know who's singing the song. I don't mind it if you, if you can do it in a way where it blends into the song. It's like, okay, that makes sense. I got Robin. you. Right, but that sometimes, sounds terrible. Sometimes it's at the beginning of the song before the beats even starts. It's its own object. And you're like, no, stop. Yeah. Yeah, for that, sure. I will, I, although I will say, In My Eyes actually does that, though. You know, like, it has that right at the yes. start, which is amazing. Give yourself some credit for it. Yeah, okay, can I briefly... Now, this is... It sounds like a goofy subject, but I, it's a real subject, and I want to talk about it. Robin's hair throughout the year. 
Robin Sarah throughout because here's the thing, when she was a young, you know, I you know, she was a little bit of a sexed up, you know, preteen, whatever, pop yeah, star kind of her her haircut during Robin is here days wasn't great, but it was very nineties, so I understand it. During the do it again era, she had a a mullet. She had a mullet. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the other thing. Here's the other thing, though, because you think about that. You think about what she did during the uh, body talk era when she had kind of that bowl cut, that Beatles esque yeah. bowl cut, and even during uh, the self titled era when she had kind of I don't know what the fuck was going on. With oh, that. I liked that's that, when she though. had. I, thought that was the, great. I liked. Yeah. I liked the self titled hair with the. It's it's like a a single swoop. Yeah. Covering yeah. one it eye, was which was very, which was very two thousand five. If you will remember. Everyone's hair covered one of their eyes in 2005, but, including my own. Oh. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. Pictures on Facebook. I, yeah, there are. Trust me. Accurate. But here's, yes. the, here's the thing, though. I wanted to talk about her hair because I feel like, on from Robin onward, as much as we want to be like guys, like, oh, her hair is terrible. I genuinely think that she's she's very self-conscious, and I really have a feeling that by doing the hair that she did from self-titled onward, she deliberately desexualized herself. She actually, because that and her crazy get-ups when she's wearing the platform shoes and the, you know, crazy minks or whatever, she's not presenting herself as, like, a sexual object or an image or she's something like that. She's just wearing whatever the fuck she right. wants. Right, and yeah. it's almost like Janelle Monae when she started out, or a couple other different people where they're just like, we're not bringing attention to our bodies, we just kind of want to focus on the music. That's so a really good point. I, yeah. I almost wonder, and she's a smart enough person that I would I would that. totally believe that she made that yeah. decision. I, I do want to talk about... I think her hair looks amazing on the cover of My Truth. I think that's probably and Robin hair peak. I'll I will say the head <laughs> the feather headdress doesn't hurt. Oh. I think it just looks it's a, just a great album color. I'm cover. sorry. And can we also talk about the fact that her hair looks amazing on the cover of the British international release of Robin? And I'm gonna show everybody in the studio here a picture really quick of how ridiculous. This looks. I mean, this is what we're talking oh, about. This yeah, I remember, I remember that. I remember that. But I mean, it's Burr. a terrible photo, but it's, it's the but hairstyle hair, that we're all talking yeah, about. Yeah. 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 Um, I also, I do want to mention, though, while we're talking about bad Robin hair, her hair during Don't Stop the Music era is... That's pretty bad. Awful. Yeah, which again, yeah, watch, really, watch the music video. It's terrible. Really bad bangs, and then, like, a just a rough, like, feathered shoulder length do which is yep. the longest her hair has ever been but it yeah it looks it's bad it's really bad yeah. it's, guys it i almost, don't know if you know this guys it is really bad it almost makes you think that maybe she was cutting her hair herself with a floby at the time <laughs> just an idea just putting it out there maybe just maybe potentially just putting um, it out there uh oh god what was the other thing i wanted to talk about oh yeah uh she actually had a really fascinating statement uh, because a lot of people don't know that uh, when Body Talk came out, she was actually in a eight-year relationship with, I believe, I don't think it was, I think it was like a Swedish boxer or MMA guy or something like that. Uh, and the thing is, she talked about how, for her, that era was very much like, you know, she said that you don't necessarily need to have a lot of heartbreak to write good songs about heartbreak. And that's one of the things I think about when Billy Corgan of the Smashing Pumpkins, he talked about how you don't need to suffer to make good art. He said that once. And actually, it's like one of those things like, I agree with them. Like, I think, you know, suffering is certainly uh, very inspiring and you're able to, you know, call a lot of inspiration from that. But for her, um, I thought that was fascinating. I thought that was actually really uh, good because she writes amazing breakup songs and she's been in a, in a solid relationship for eight years. Like, that's... Amazing. But didn't it end right after Body Talk? Or, like, during Body Talk? 
Because uh, I know that now she's in a different relationship that started in 2011, so... You know, if you use your, your friends and family as a place to grab ideas from, I mean, you've got... If any of you can think about... You've got friends and family who have gone through shitty relationships and breakups, yeah, and have and you told exactly you their story, yeah, 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 have yeah. poured their heart out to you, so you could easily use that and make a story out of it. Listen, I love Taryn dearly, but Robin, if you called me up right now, or called Taryn up, honestly, either one of us, I don't think either one of us could really say no, because we'd be around that brilliance. Taryn doesn't know about this. I mean... I'm really gay, so I don't <laughs> think that would work out. You know, I'm, I'm going to say that's all you, Evan. Oh, okay, <laughs> Go right, for it. Just, just saying that, that, pix- that pixie haircut. <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, so one of the other things, uh, one of the other things we want to talk about uh, is we want to make our own body talk. From scratch, because listen, Robin made her own body talk, and listen, as we mentioned in the previous podcast, we're three brilliant gay men, uh, and we can probably do it a little bit better, I think. Our combined gayness can create some sort of magical unicorn penis that will just pierce the sky <laughs> and release a <laughs> wow. dimensional no. terror. That's no. taking right. over far. Cutting it off. All right. So and let's see. So, body talk, I, want, I would argue that we could do it in 12 songs. We can maybe do more. And I'm telling you right now, body talk part one. Fembot dancing on my own, cry when you get older. She has 15. I don't know why we wouldn't do 15. Well, because I don't want to do 15 if it's unnecessary. Okay, you know, That's my, that's sure, my other sure. thing. So okay. Can we agree on that? Fembot dancing on my own, cry when you get older? And I think we should put Don't Fucking Tell Me What to Do on it. Gabriel? I would agree. All right, cool. Yep. Let's do that. There we go. Four songs done. Okay. We'll rearrange it in a different order. Um, From part two, Hang With Me is pretty obvious. I think... Uh, we wanted to include me out and love kills. Yep. Um, you Gabriel about love kills. Yeah. Okay. We danced to the beat. It never existed. I'm so Gabriel sorry. and I, I think, are probably gonna lobby pretty hard for criminal intent to be included. Yep. So I know uh, that you don't yeah. like it as much, but too damn bad. Uh, we'll see how this final version turns out. It's okay. Um, and from part three, I think the only thing that's not a gimme is time machine. Really. Really? What? What? Well, yeah. Okay. Um, oh, right. You said you like time machine. I really do like time machine. I, I could. I, I would be okay with shoving it at the end of the track listing, but, um, uh, you know, yeah, that's hard. I don't know. Get myself together is not my favorite. It's a good song, yeah, but it's I not my favorite. That. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, you're right. Get myself together is not a gimme. But can but, we at least agree? Indestructible. Call your girlfriend. Stars forever. Yes, I think right. we can all agree on that. Okay. So in that case, we have a. Uh, Song, uh, album of 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. Um, I, I think I'm gonna make a case for including, uh, Indestructible Acoustic Version as the last track. Yeah, agreed. Uh, because... Maybe, it, like, open the album with Indestructible and then, And like, close it with... With the acoustic, acoustic. Yeah. I, could, I could, I could, I could do that because honestly, the string sections in this song—it's so, so good, fucking it's so, good, it's do, gorgeous, do, do, and do, it's do, so do, unlike do, do, what the do, end do. product was. Even though I love the end product, um, yeah, the the acoustic version is just beautiful. And off mic, Darren and I were talking about um, the fact that it sounds like it's a it's a reprise, and just talking about 
some great albums that have that at the end where they just reprise the song and send a sort of an acoustic and orchestral version mm-hmm. of the song. So yeah. that'd be a great way to finish it off. Yeah, and I think Indestructible is a great song to do it because the pop version is so distinct yeah. in its own right. So we ultimately cut one, two, three, okay, four, five, I mean, six, seven. Okay, I mean, that is 12. Yeah. There's nothing else that we want on there? Nope. I, I mean... I know you're going to push for You Should Know Better, but I... No, actually, no. I was going to push for In My Eyes. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm okay with that. If, if you wanted to do a, a bonus version and release it in somewhere in Asia, you could maybe put um, "Hang with Me" the acoustic version on there as a bonus track. Yeah, but that's all, all right. I can really think of. There we go. Cool. All right, so we got our version. Do we care about the order, or do we? Uh... I'm sure this is great listening to hear us all debate which song <laughs> should go. And you all are just screaming at us right now. Listen. Too. All right. Um, so we'll worry about this. Actually. Later. I kind of like this order. Yeah, it just kind of landed okay, perfectly. Kind of fell into just what... Here's the chartographer's order for uh, the, the body talk. Uh, track one, indestructible. Track two, don't fucking tell me what to do. do Number three, do, Fembot. Do, do, do. And I don't really think we spent enough time talking about how awesome Fembot is. No, we didn't Fembot mention Fembot is. at all. Yeah. Fembot's a great song. Yeah. Plug me in them flips and switches. Pull up and back in position. Yeah. Pop the hatch and hitting the shim. Burn out. It's like cool pop modern rap in a sense. Yeah. It's kind of cool. Like, it's so yeah. goofy. It's so, like, pointless, but beautifully so. Uh, and then track th- uh, four, Dancing on My Own. And the album version, not the fucking single version. So I can't agree hard <laughs> enough Agreed. on that. Absolutely. Followed by Cry When You Get Older, which is so great. Uh, and then Include Me Out. What a great pop run. Hang with me, love kills, criminal intent, not Evans version. Call your girlfriend, <laughs> stars forever, and indestructible the acoustic version. Stars forever leading into the indestructible acoustic version. That's a great. Yeah, that's a perfect that's way to end it. That's a perfect way to end it. I mean, because so I mean, she nailed it when in the original body talk she ends with stars forever, and that is exactly where it should be. That's it's mm-hmm. totally a closer. And the other thing is that she she recently she's on tour right now when we're recording this in 2016. And what she's doing is that she's taking some of her best-known songs and she's sending them out to remixers. They're putting them on a Spotify playlist that they're revealing kind of like two a, two a week. And she's performing the remix versions on stage. Well, that project in words sounds really cool and sounds super exciting and awesome. I've listened to the remixes and being a DJ, I love remixes. They're not super great i don't know there's there's nothing super overwhelming about them i've never heard a good robin remix oh i beg to differ there's some what's great the, what's the best robin remix you know we'll keep talking i will look this up <laughs> this <laughs> yeah, i've got please it do. because i GLR radio, while i was while I was, <laughs> while I was collecting tracks for this because yeah. whenever we do this i also like to find as many b-sides as i can just to hear all the original tracks yeah, that an artist has put out. All the other, yeah. yeah. And, but I usually skip remixes just for time's sake. Yeah. And, and fair. Yeah. good lord, I found a torrent with all of Robin's promo CDs. Every, oh, sweet lord. Every one of them. Shoot me Including, in the like, two or three different promo CDs for a single, for one single. Like, I know Who's That Girl had a bunch. Yeah. And, yeah. like, Dancing on My Own had a ton. And... She has at least four remixes for every single that she's done for her entire career. And the purpose of that really, too, is is to try and grab some club attention because club goers are definitely going to grab an artist more so than the general public, especially if they're hearing something 
whether it be the melody or the lyrics that grab their attention. And the beautiful thing about today in technology is Shazam and Soundhound. Those are the two things that allow you to grab the song that you're hearing in the moment and be able to access it again at a later point. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Oh yeah, I heard that somewhere. Mm. Oh my God, let's go download that. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It's sometimes that is a great way if to introduce something has got to me to Shazam it, there's a good chance it's going to be yep. a good song. And yeah. it happens so Fair. rarely. Fair. Uh, when I heard Carly Rae Jepsen uh, call me maybe on the radio for the first time, I pulled the car over because I'm like, oh, what no. the fuck? I was almost home anyway, so it wasn't that big a deal. But I was like, what the fuck is this song? I need to know who did this song. I mean, quick sidetrack. Oh. You guys, I just met you. Yeah. I remember when Shut that... Shut the fuck up. I remember when that song happened, like, overnight. Like, I went home from college for a weekend. Oh, yeah, it was an explosion. And I came back, and everyone knew it. Yep. Everyone I knew yeah. already knew this song. And I was like, Not only did the they know it, they were happened. screaming They were it. screaming it in the streets. Yeah, no, it was, it was insane. <laughs> yeah, for um, the record, in St. Clown Posse, you have a show on Fuse TV where they uh, look at music videos and just comment on them, and they were blown away by the gay ending to the uh, Call Me Maybe video. Like, whoa, that dude's gay? What? What? They were so surprised and confused and kind of delighted. Like, they were just like, oh, that's awesome. Because uh, it just subverted expectations. I hate that you watch shit like that. Uh, that sounds like Beavis and Butthead for the new generation. Ba- it's basically what they were trying to do, but it's also like, I could watch like two episodes of that or like of them doing a music video. I'm like, I'm so bored with this. Uh, exactly. Uh, by the way, Gabriel's still looking up that thing he was going to tell us about. Uh, and I'm so- by, the way, I, by the way, baby, I have to contest you on what you the, your pick for worst Robin song because I remember once when we were in the car and I had the most recent Teddy Bears album Devil's Music and Robin had a song on there called Cardiac Arrest that's a good song yeah I thought so too Taryn did not like it no I don't love uh, that one it's, it's not a I, love at first listen by any means or for me anyway. you know so seventh, shake your ball shake your it's cute I've tried to give that song a chance yeah cause I love so Robin fun. and it just doesn't do it for me but while we're there let's quick talk about the new Robin song? Um, oh no I was gonna talk about, let's talk about Robin collaborations with other artists cause she has a couple yes. of really amazing ones yeah um obviously the first one that comes to mind is her Basement Jack's Feature hey. hey You. I, I, I loved Hey You. I didn't necessarily realize that was her on singing on that song. Really? So, yeah. Because yeah. I got that just by itself without like any credits. It's not on the CD list. That's true. She's not listed as the of, feature. That was off of on their singles compilation. And I love fucking Basement Jacks, guys. FYI. Uh, and so that's that was amazing to me, but also makes sense. Blew my mind with that. Holy cow! Yeah, where have I been? I love hey Basement Jacks. You. Um, also, uh, she she did a song with um, a, a a Swedish band called. Flaskvarten. Whoa. Flaskvarteten. Yeah. Something like that. It's kind of like a um, it, 60s... Your Swedish is impeccable. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's Swedish for a uh, flesh quartet, Whoa. and it's it's uh, a string quartet with a drummer is, oh. is this and band. Okay. And uh, I, I, I haven't listened to it yet, but I really want to because their features on their albums is like a who's who of Swedish music. It's like any any Swedish artist that you've heard of has done vocals for now, them. Okay. Also, um, but the, the song that she does with them is called That... This one is for you. And it's a really fun... Um, like, yeah, like, yeah, like kind of 60s, 70s yeah. rock <laughs> kinda, number. Yeah, and great. it has a really like soaring chorus. It's it's I totally recommend checking it out. Um, and then the other one, obviously, to mention is uh, Dream On, 
her feature with Christian Fall. Oh, that song is so underrated. Yeah. Yeah. I wish it really would have gotten more attention. It has a video for it, and it was a single officially, but it just, it didn't do anything. I remember when I first heard Dream On, I didn't like the verse melody. And, it it and has to grow it, on I kind of it had to grow on me, and I had to just leave that alone and focus on how good the production is because the production is really so, great on yep. that song. You know, uh, at the start of 2016, Taron had a New Year's resolution set for himself, where he was going to after because he's really good about following uh, the charts and just like if there's a cool song that's out there that I haven't heard of, I want to find it. He's like, you know what? I'm gonna change up the game, guys. I'm gonna listen to. I'm gonna look at the Swedish charts for a year. I'm yes. gonna try and do oh, there's such shit most of the time though. <laughs> oh, you guys. There's so much of Vici. Oh. So much of Vici. And so much, You like, have to pretend Avicii doesn't exist. I, I, I know. So I, I have found a couple really fun things on there, but it just, I have to wade through so much crap that it's just really draining, and I haven't been keeping up with it as much as oh. I wanted to. Because I just, sometimes I go on there, and I listen to the new songs, and I'm like, I hate all of this. It's Scandinavian music in general, and the thing is, they love what you would consider, or the definition of a pop song. It in, in general, it's it's catchy, but it's super annoying, and unfortunately, you're gonna hear it everywhere, and that's kind of what Scandinavian music is in general. It it, it ties back to Eurovision song contest. And that's oh, why yeah. I mean that's it's, why it's that thing. Sweden has produced. Isn't Doctor Luke Swedish too? No, he's mm-hmm. fucking American. He's New York. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Despite right. his last name, mm, never he mind. Is, uh, also, that his name is Lucas with his S Z. Okay, never mind. Yeah. Okay. For, forget that. But there are, like, I feel like Scandinavia has an inordinate number of pop stars for how large their uh, population is, and that makes sense because okay. they have they have that pop sense. Just in their culture. And Max Martin. Listen, guys, I'm telling you right now, Max Martin is an incredible... Wikipedia Max Martin, and just if... look at his songwriting credits. Here's what would happen. It will blow your mind. Here's the guy who did <sighs> Britney Spears, he did Backstreet Boys, he did all that shit, and he created that sound, as we described in the last podcast, yep. that uh, drum machine funk sound, uh, you know, is how it was. And he very much kind of grew out of it, because around 2000s, 2001, like, you know, NSYNC was now doing songs with BT, and, you know, Backstreet Boys, they were still kind of stuck in the machine, but... Right, well, and Britney Spears, his artists, his his huge hit artists all kind of grew out of him, and yeah. started working with other producers, and so he kind of disappeared for a couple years, mm-hmm. and then he came back... And just started producing... Just obliterating... Masterpieces. Yeah. And, and funny thing is, even Backstreet Boys, all of a sudden, all again, um, some of their newer stuff is actually Max Martin songs. Well, yeah, and, and Justin Timberlake hadn't worked with him yeah. since, like, the second Sync album, and then just had a hit with him this year, which is so interesting to me. Yeah. But, oh, oh yeah, Max Martin also, he uh, worked on a Since You've Been Gone uh, and Behind oh, These Hazel Eyes. Oh, shit! Yeah. I didn't remember that at all. Yeah, there was a song, uh, I guess he was just a producer on it, he was co-written with. Yeah, still, he, yeah. There's, there's still, so much great music that comes out of Sweden in general. Still, you think about Roxette and Ace of Bass, those are two huge oh, international yeah, Ace of Bass. Artists. I always forget yeah. they're Swedish. Who Knew uh, and You In Your Hand by Pink was also him. Hmm. I'm sorry, the, literally we could do a whole thing about Max Martin just because he's such a fascinating... And just an uh, incredible individual. Maybe we will. Oh, I take I that kissed, back. Ace of Base is in I kissed a girl. Swedish. Hot and cold. What, wait, what are oh. Ace and Base? Ace, Ace of Base? Ace is a Danish, I think. Okay. Ooh, oh. Yikes. Yeah. Sorry. So what? My life would suck without you, of course. I mean, just like then after a while, he just started being like, well, especially once once he hit with Kesha, once he started doing some of the stuff with there. He didn't uh, do, 
Oh, he did do Kesha. Yeah, he did Blow. Oh. Blow. Yeah, he did yeah. some. He did like most of Teenage some Dream. of my least favorite songs on Animal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, he did most of Teenage Dream. You guys, I'm a really bad oh, music fan. Ace of Base is Swedish. <laughs> you were right the first time. Ace of Base is think, one of my favorite groups. I, don't I can't think believe that I said that. That makes you a, a bad I music know. fan. A, a lapse of memory. It's let's, like let's put it down. Saying to an that. American artist is from the wrong state. Yeah, it's fine. like Dr. Luke yeah. is from from Scandinavia. Yeah. Anyway. Shut up. Uh, one more night. I assumed by... because of how his name is right. spelled. One right. more night by Maroon Five. That was him. Oh God, really? Yeah. Beauty and the Beat by Justin Bieber was him. Wow. That's why I like that Usher. one. I know. It's like, I mean, like, he can be really too saccharine at times. He but, can... but, but obviously, if you're listening to this, you know that he is producing, like, the biggest hits of the past two decades. Yeah. Are, they are Max Martin. Yeah. Anyway. Guys, we talked about that for a while. Yeah. Yeah. I know. So, good. Any other closing thoughts, Gabriel? You were going to share anything? anything oh, yeah. What were you yeah. looking up? Oh, the best... Robin remixes. Yeah, so the best remix from Robin, honestly, that I can say in in recent memory that I've been listening to when I was getting prepped for all of this, is a remix of Handle Me. Um, It's the Bjorn remix. Oh, from Peter, John, and Bjorn? You know, I don't know. That's a great question. It might be. Or Um, maybe it's Bjorn from ABBA. Oh, I don't think so. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You would hope so, right? Mm. Um, But anyways, it, it puts a cool spin on the song. And again, there are definitely some great remixes that give a song new life, and there are definitely some horrible remixes that make you want to stab yourself in the ear. Uh-huh. Um, one thing I would end this conversation with this evening um, is the fact that Robin has a new song out right now. It was just released with an amazing act called Metronomy. It is called um, Take Me Out... Or, um, Hang Me Out to Dry. Pardon me. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, it's a great song, and it is such an amazing um, throwback to kind of early 2000s Robin I actually listened to that one and was you know it's I liked it yeah but that's all I can say about it I didn't love it at first but I I listened to it a few times alright maybe I need to listen to it I'm really I'm really excited to see what she does next and the thing is again after she does these collaborations she'll eventually come back around when but I also feel like she's an artist as has proven before she doesn't rush herself she takes time but with that being said Robin, it's been six years since you put out a full-length album. That's a great Robin, please listen. Solo, please yeah. solo. Listen, and it, it also I said full-length. Did you realize? Okay. Did you realize that she uh, signed another artist to Konichiwa? She did. Oh. It's... Yeah, not. It's not terrible. It's not great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't remember it? her name. Uh, yeah. Someone, but we'll That's look fine. it up. Listen, guys, we're this is a very freeform podcast. It's like a tone poem. Uh, it's fantastic. <laughs> it's like a haiku <laughs> of a podcast. It's just kind of elements, you know, as it is. Anywho, but guys, listen. I want to say thank you so much for listening. I think we had a great old time. Uh, yeah. Gabriel, thank you so much. My pleasure. Are you guys on Facebook? Do some the chartographers. Do some yes, uh, we are on Facebook and iTunes and Google and TuneIn. And yeah, Facebook. I, I would love to to know what you guys thought and what your oh yes, your please, rankings are. Comments, that would be awesome. God, I would love to see other people's versions. Sometimes we remember to say that. Yeah, exactly. It depends but think, on the podcast. I know, but we just really enjoy. It. But also, like honestly, and I truly mean this. I don't want to get too emotional here, but guys, the fan response to the chartographers so far has been just extraordinary. Amazing. Thank you for everyone who has listened. It's really. We really appreciate it. Guys, it was Terrell O'Reilly. It was Gabriel LeBlanc. It was me, Evan Saudi. Thank you so much for listening. Leave your thoughts and notes in the comments below. In the meantime, thank you so much for listening. Keep on listening. You know that we'll be. Bye! Bye! Bye.
Here's what happened. If yeah. I if I had oral sex with Max Martin right now, my mouth would go number one. I'm telling you that. Wow. <laughs> Anyways, um, <laughs> Sweden in general is an amazing, amazing country when it comes to pop music. Just if you think no about words. everything that's come out of there. Wow. This needs to be cut real fast. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I feel like if, if that happened, it would just be like running down your chin. Just pop genius. <laughs> All up in your beard. Please cut this okay, out. Here's, here's the thing. Here's the oh thing. Oh my god.